you guys look great and shiny. Oh, thank you. Just taught a full day of school. Yeah, feeling. you know. <laughs> like ready to you guys are teachers? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Growing up, all I wanted was a pop-off. Don't trip, trip. We gonna get it chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. When I say go, you don't stop, 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 stop. You belong in a life, ain't spot. I right from the top, let it pipe down. Nah, nah, nah. Everybody to the right, if you thought. That's what I thought. You would thought, thought, thought. I couldn't work with it. Hey. Hello. Hi. And welcome to Theater Thoughts. I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. Talking about all things education, theater, and the performing arts. So let's get into some theater thoughts. Um, you took a little pre-pod power nap. Do you feel refreshed? Do you feel revived? Uh, sorry, I I was just sipping my coffee, guys. <laughs> Same. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm not a napper. Like, people who are, like, really close to me will know that, like, it is very rare that you I take not. naps. That is very true. Um, So, I don't know what it is about this, like, week. It's a short week at school. I have a PD day Friday oh, when work. this episode will air. But I don't know. It's just, like, one of those weeks where it's just, like... I feel, I just feel so exhausted, but I don't know. Maybe that's the like curse of like the cold weather and like, yeah, all settling in. It's fully the barometric yeah. pressure. Um, how was your Halloween? Happy Halloween. It was good. I didn't get as, yeah, happy belated birthday. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, it was good. There weren't as many kids who came to our house as I would have hoped, but that's okay. The few that did come, they were so adorable. So um, the first couple groups, they, like, apparently didn't say trick or treat. And Delaney, like, came into the <laughs> kitchen because I was, like, washing dishes or whatever and was like, so are people not going to say trick or treat anymore? Like, what is up with that? I would and wait I like, for an answer. I would literally oh, hold I the been like, and I've been like, hello, say it. What, like and what like, do we say? You don't need pleasantries. Right. All you do is the the door opens, trick or treat. Trick or treat. I'll throw there you some you go. candy. You can candy. say thank you and run. It is so easy, but Hit I it, don't babe. know what it was about the first couple groups. I don't know if they were too cool. I don't know if they were just like, I don't fucking care. Just give me it. <laughs> I don't know. They said, let's go. Give me this. Is, they said, this is a robbery. Give Pretty me everything. much. Pretty I much. had a kid today go, hey, mister, because that's what I am known as now, right? I'm learning in the community that I work with, in the area that I work with. My name does not Doesn't matter. matter. It is, hey, mister, mister. Um, and I had a kid that was like, mister, I saw a, a bag of candy and it said, take one. And I took the whole bag. And I go, why did you do that? Why did you take this whole bag? Kids today, they're a mess. Kids these days. Yeah, but honestly, it made me so glad that, like, so many of my students were still going trick-or-treating. I was like, okay, good. Like, well, they're okay, not too so old for this. That's the question. How old is too old? The last year I went trick-or-treating was my freshman year of high school, and I went with ki with my friends who were in eighth grade. Okay. So there were, like, a couple of us that were, like, freshmen and a couple of us that were in eighth grade, and they wanted to hang out with us, so we all went trick-or-treating. Um. I I don't know. I think as long as you're comfortable with it and as long as um you like still commit to the bit and you like wear a costume, 
why not? Like, and it, say it, trick or treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think freshman year is. I think that's the year. I think after that, it should then become like hanging out with friends. Yeah. Um, I, I tell people all the time. So for listeners, if you don't follow the pod gram, you need to, um, because we posted for my birthday. Thank you so much. Um, my birthday is on Halloween and I tell people all the time I go, I didn't necessarily love my birthday until it became like party centric or like Mm -hmm. that like festivity centric because trick-or-treating is trick-or-treating and that was fine like I loved trick-or-treating with my friends on my birthday um but then when it became like hanging out at someone's house um Mm -hmm. then when you hit a legal age then it became you know um going out or or you know hanging out at a house but now there's an extra level of some fun um I was yeah. I was telling a couple of kids today that like it kind of tapers off in the middle to end of high school. And then as soon as you hit college, Halloween is such a big deal again. One of the biggest deals. Yeah. Where you're like elementary school, middle school, like, oh, Halloween's so fun. I like dressing up. And then like you hit beginning of high school and it starts, the excitement starts to taper off. And then by the time you're a freshman in college, it's like, oh, we're back. Halloween is it. Okay, so speaking of college Halloween, did we have any like iconic because here's the deal, it's hard to think about the Halloween parties at in college because we went to theater school where every party was party a costume was party. themed and costumed, yeah. So I'm like, what were the Halloween parties? I don't even remember. I only have one memory of I think it was my junior year of college. Parrish and I went as an old couple. Did like full, like, like committed to the bit because we are theater kids. Yeah. Full old age makeup. Fully. Grade our hair. Paint me. Paint me bit. Yeah. No, like we, it was literally like two <laughs> hours getting ready yeah. to go to this party. Mm-hmm. And then we like got to the party dressed as old people. And I have a very distinct memory of me like wall twerking dressed as an old lady. Little granny. Little did I know it was a, a door. <laughs> and, and so and someone opened the door and i fell and i so i thought that someone was recording but to this day no video has surfaced of so if you're listening and event. you have and you have this video of me the video um send it send it my way yeah um anyways um my halloween story is um i i i think halloween is generic at the in theater school because i remember dressing up like a football player and i wore one of my younger brother's jerseys that said etherton on the back and i wore football pads with and the and the football pants and i was giving like little salute like which is what you do in in theater school um, the little gays, they really. So it was like, it was kind of crop top. Yeah. It was like crop top. Obsessed. And then really tight football pants, you know? Yeet. Um, And then I think I wore like white sneakers or something, but I remember theater school is, or college parties are so weird because here's the deal. It could be 10 degrees outside mm-hmm. and, um, 
inside it's like 95 degrees because of the number of people that are there. Yeah. And I remember there being a distinct rule about you could only go outside if you were smoking. And at the time I was not smoking. Um, I, you know, I'm not a smoker, like a cigarette smoker. And so I remember going outside and I would pantomime a cigarette just so it looked like <laughs> I was outside because I needed to cool off. So I would go out every You were just and hot. And I would just be like, hmm, hello. You're like, hello. Wow. I love being an actor. Yeah. I'm well, doing a role like, study right it's now. It's hot outside. So I wanted. You mean it's cold outside. Or it's cold outside. Cooler. It's yeah. hot inside. I mm-hmm. needed to go get some fresh air. I need to be where there's air, but I can't go where there's air unless I have. Unless I have a cigarette in my hand. So I said, the magic of, you know, Stanislavski will teach me everything I need to know. <laughs> and that's everything. So um, speaking of college um (laughs) we have a very special guest on the podcast um we were lucky enough to attend the same university the same theater school um Mm. as this individual who has gone on to do a plethora of things ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the podcast the one and only ryan evers let's get it um uh, thank hi, you thank so you. much no yeah. thank you for having me i'm super excited to share everything that i've learned which is not much no it's a ton <laughs> um how are you what have you been up to today in this new york state of mind oh well today specifically it's day after halloween yeah. um i actually mm-hmm. had a little hairspray reunion last night with oh, some so of my fun. yeah some of my hairspray friends um are very spectacular mickey white who played sketch on our second year he is a like creative disney like mind producer choreographer set designer all the things he holds this little spooktacular in his hometown of duxbury massachusetts um and he has live performers projections on his house it is a whole full-scale production dope. so cool it was amazing. I got to play Sarah Sanderson last night. So um, <sighs> if I look terrifying, it. it's it's because I literally <laughs> rolled out of bed. My boyfriend drove us from Duxbury, Massachusetts into the city. And I rolled up at my nanny child school, whipped over there to pick her up. And then I came here. Amazing. Woo-hoo! Wow. All in a day's work. <laughs> yeah. Just it's just my life. So we're so glad that you came onto the podcast we of course know you from good old unc in greeley Classic. colorado um Classic. which you that's where you got your undergraduate training um Perhaps. so my first question is if you had to pick something from good old greeley that you miss what is it that you miss from greeley <laughs> oh my god you know what i miss having my car and after mm-hmm. crying and after crying in class um, yep. whatever it was yeah. whether it was um a tom mcnally acting well, yes. sesh or mm-hmm. a, you know a matthew herrick yeah. acting sesh or whatever it was you yeah. know singing and and then getting in my car and then crying more and then driving mm-hmm. over to yield target and tj maxx and having a time in there and then going home and crying some more yeah absolutely that's kind of what I miss um I do miss the small town living just a little bit like you know I think when we were living there we were like ugh. but then when you leave yeah "Mm, it was kind of fun you know 
There were millions. Yeah. So, oh, it's okay. a microcosm of a world that you're yeah. all together all the time doing all of this stuff in this little bubble. And then that totally. bubble pops after graduation and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Well, especially it, it, in like, sorry, especially in like STAD where yeah. you're like already a smaller group and then a smaller group of, a, a, you know, it's it was yeah. a D1 in quotation yeah. marks school yeah. no um, i have no clue what it was i don't um, know either but um is sports. that sports <laughs> it's right? sports yeah My- yeah that's like like size of like sports things so i don't know why yeah. i tried to go there but anyways like you like know people even if you didn't know them like everyone yeah. right. in the end was like oh yeah i know you have a i think that's how i know point. you that's exactly how i know you right i don't know how our interactions were in at UNC but I feel like that was my connection as I was like there was just because I think you're your school you're younger than us maybe I don't know I but think so I think it was because of the party culture around stad and just like all these events I feel like you just kind of knew there were plenty of people that I was like I know that person's face or I saw that person yeah. in that show or I saw them in the hallway at Fraser Hall and <laughs> we know of each other and that's how we that's how we're Completely. going to stay yeah yeah I I feel like with you Ty specifically I remember something beyond go back college go back high school I think was there something that you did in thespian at thespian conference on main stage or something? You were an it's officer. Where or something? It's where I peaked. It's where I peaked. Thank you Am so I much for that reliving. Right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for reliving my glory days. Yes. I was a state thespian officer and then I also main staged. Main staged. And yes. and I was in the main stage production one night. Great. So, yeah, that's exactly yeah. where my first impression of you wow. was, I believe. Were Thank you real so officers much. with Joey Demers? He was the year above me. Okay, okay. So okay. there's like some like link, and then the year under me was Parish, um, and of course oh we God. all know Parish. Yeah. Too. Like we're still we're still friends with Parish. Shout yes. out to Parish. He's gonna love that we're shouting him out <laughs> Hi, on Parrish. the pod right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's all about it's all these like small little waves of connections yeah. uh, that you know people. It's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, completely. And it's like, because I don't think I've, I never had a class with either of you. Oh, probably not. But, no. but then when you guys like reached out to me, I was like, yeah, I know these people. These are my people. Right. Like when you <laughs> suffer together, you, yeah, fully. there's the bond. The bond fully. is there. Yeah. <laughs> completely. I agree yeah. with you. Um, yeah. So let's so, break out of the suffrage, the, su- the suffering movement. Yeah, um, we're, okay. we're exiting really. The smell yeah. is behind us. The smell is behind. You don't have to go back. You know ever. what? You know what? Actually, though, my boyfriend really wanted to see Greeley because he loves he went to a small town um, college as well. From He yeah. grew up on Long Island, went to a small university in like South South Carolina, North Carolina. Sorry, baby. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he loves the small town college vibe. So he begged yeah. me to go to Greeley and he loved it. But it did not smell. You were like, did not smell. It. I wish yeah, you I was, knew what I went through. Yes. I was like, trust me, the smell. Trust me. It's there. It's just not today. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Okay. Um, Okay, so you have graduated and you have left Greeley in the dust. 
Um, mm-hmm. Going out and being now, now that you have a degree, now that you have some connection, um, you're thrown into this wild industry. What was that like? What did you do right outside of college? Did you have something from like a senior showcase or or what was that experience like right out of school? Yeah, so I mean, our our the infamous COVID shutdown obviously mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. just the day after we had our showcase preview, our senior showcase musical oh theater my preview. God. Um so that was I what March 11th or 12th. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um we did our preview and it was great and it was our final fundraising moment. We were about to leave, I think it was like a Wednesday and we were supposed to leave on Friday or something. Um don't really remember. Um and we got I remember hearing rumblings that evening, like hearing in our class like this thing might be canceled. Like like don't don't spread this but like I don't think we're going like right. mm-hmm. and then the next morning I woke up 8 a.m boom Shelly Gaza emailed sorry mm-hmm. did I just dox Shelly Gaza for that um well I got the email and it said we're, boom we're not going <laughs> so sorry um <clears throat> and that was pretty devastating but luckily yeah. somebody filmed our showcase right and we got we got like really great footage of it and so I you know the 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 big Broadway worlds and the get accepted and all these big online the monoliths of theater were like mm-hmm. if your showcase got canceled send us your reels send us like put together like a headshot resume and a reel and we'll put put it on like a, a little like database and we will blast it out to agents and so I saw Broadway worlds and I think I got in pretty early I remember seeing Yael's at like one of the top mm-hmm. but like the earlier you submitted to it the the like higher up you were in the database and it went by like chronological like whoever submitted first was page one whoever submitted mm. last was like oh, page wow. 400 yeah and I remember being on page six wow yeah okay so that, that was pretty kooky I was like I made it so I uploaded my I sang never from on the 20th century um made largely famous by the revival that Kristen Chenoweth did so that was my song and I put it up there and I think I did, I did a Bonnie and Clyde song with Logan as well. That went up there. Word. Um, But I remember it was March that I uploaded. I got an email from Stuart Whitley casting. I got an eco cast from Stuart Whitley. Like I could pull it up right now. It was March <laughs> of something. I love it. March, Always keep receipts. The, the March Always of 2020 is like a fever dream. Both you and yeah. I, Kira, like had finished shows right around oh, there. We had finished directing barely. productions. And then like the next day the world went down. Keeping in mind that Kira and I were fantastic teachers. And mm-hmm. mind you, I was the worst teacher during COVID. I like would shut my computer at like 9 a.m. And I would sit back and watch Tiger King and not even like think that there was anything going on. Oh my on. God, Tiger King. <laughs> I just forgot. I completely right. blacked that out. Yeah. Oh, the pandemic <laughs> is a wild, the early pandemic times a wild time because there were so many things in the works during that month of March. Yeah. We were like, yeah. okay, so looking forward to March and when April, we come back. May, yeah. 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 When yeah, we come completely. back, it was like a couple weeks, you know, whatnot. Yeah, totally. I don't even remember. I blacked so no. much of that. Yeah. Out. It was Absolutely. survival mode, literally. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was April 15th of 2020. I so get, like almost I, a month after you yeah. put that up. Every, okay. Cool. Yes. Um, I got a C-mail message from Actors Access that is said, you have a C-mail message from Stuart Whitley. And then it said, EcoCast Hairspray. And I was just like, I was so confused. So I clicked on it and I was like, this can't be right. And they were reaching out to me to submit for Amber. And I was like, 
what production of Hairspray is this? Right. And <laughs> I I scrolled through a little bit and saw that it was the national tour. And I was like, I didn't even know Hairspray was going back out on the road. So right. that was just kooky. Um, <clears throat> and I did it and I sent it out. And like, I think like two or three months later in July, like I thought I just, I was like, I don't know what is going on in this world because right. I can't imagine there's anything happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like right. we are scared to go to the grocery store. Like right. Mary, yeah. Mary, there's no theater happening. Um, so I think in July they reached out to me and they were like, we, we, we loved your tapes. We want to give you a call back, but we don't know when that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So we're going to shoot for like October. So stay tuned. We like you just, you know, keep your email open and let's wait it out. And where in the world were you at this point in time? Yeah, I was in my home in Denver. Um, I lived like right by the airport. That was like my family home. Um, so I was living there. Um, with my sisters and like roommates and you know the yada yada the gang yeah. the yeah. COVID crew. So COVID I was crew. I did this all from my basement in Denver, like my like my just like the shitty walls and like the dirty carpet. Mm-hmm. I did everything down there. So um, that was that. And then I got an email from like an agency. I think same month, like June or July, like expressing interest. And I think they just found me from these databases. Like I truly right. do. Um, yeah hairspray technically found me first and the rest is kind of history I mean it took like the process through zoom was like pretty crazy I didn't hear from hairspray for not not even joking you a year they reached back out to me in April of 2021 one and and by that point I was doing a little um my first like profesh gig at town hall art center yes with Amy Dollar Yes, 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 completely. I Amy remember Dollar from that. Yep. Another mm-hmm. bear. Yep, another <laughs> bear. I remember that production. <laughs> it was like a so 60s bear. show, wasn't it? Or a 50s or yes. 60s show? Yes, yes, I remember that. Yes, shout the mod musical. And nice. I was a British lesbian. Amazing. And I, Slay. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, it was great. Spoilers, if you haven't seen the show. You, you don't need to know. But anyway, um, <laughs> it, was, it was super fun. And I loved that group of girls. That was a great first, like, dipping my toes back into theater after. Yeah. Um, and they were supporting me. I was doing, like, the whole callback process through Zoom from my home. I actually had to miss a show of Shout because of that, because of the Zoom. Wait, so... So do they have you like read sides on Zoom or like what was that process like? Yeah. So it, God, I, I, it's like so hard to even remember at this point, but I think they had yeah. me film scenes. I'd send the scenes in and the songs and then they'd do a live Zoom and they'd chat with me, but they wouldn't do the scenes. I would just sing for them live. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So there was really no like reading because I feel like they thought that was crazy that was like too much that was like too okay. hard to do over zoom um, yeah so I did like I remember I I sang I remember mom I'm a big girl now I sang Baltimore crabs I read the matrons monologue in the big dollhouse opener back to mm-hmm. the jailhouse like lady who's yeah creepy and crazy I went <laughs> in for a lot of characters that I didn't end up like actually playing you know mm-hmm. um but the, the whole thing was just like I think I did like 12 callbacks just that's my yeah oh my god yeah it was pretty it was pretty kooky bananas um and what was the question <laughs> like, well so okay so, so you, you answered you've been yeah through, you did and you've been through this whole process so now talk about the process of getting booked what happened yeah. when they were like okay covid is kind of loosening up its restrictions we're going to do this now and baby you mm-hmm. booked congrats yeah what was that like 
Oh my God. Um, I was on vacation when they called me. I was at like a meow wolf in Santa Fe. Amazing. Nice. I know. And, and you're I like also... surrounded by all this like crazy art and you're like, what is going on? Literally I was tripping out. My agent texted me and he never texted me. So at that point I had signed with my agent. I liked him. Right. We vibed. That's awesome. So, um, and I really liked the direction we were going. So we did sign. And at that point I was also in callbacks for the national tour of waitress for Jenna's understudy slash ensemble. Thickening. Slay, mama. Yes. So that was kooky. I was like, oh, okay, are you sure? Whatever. The <laughs> casting company liked me, I guess. Um, yeah. And, um, but I was also at this point, I knew at this point that I was only in for Amber's understudy and Velma's understudy. I was no longer in the running for Amber. I knew mm-hmm. that. Okay. And I was honestly like, love it. I'm an ensemble girly till I die. I'm fine. <laughs> sure. um, and they called me or they he texted me he was like i need to talk to you and we had been playing phone tag he was like we need to chit chat about some things and so i was like crap he wants to talk to me i'm on vacation literally this is the worst time so i like stepped out into the hallway um of the the museum had like this weird like side door that i was like exit can i go out here and i did and got locked out and but i was freaking (laughs) out because he was like he was like hey where where are you right now i was like oh i'm actually on vacation i'm in santa fe and he was like oh do you know the National Tour of Hairspray is going through Santa Fe? And I was like, why? He's like, because you booked it, bitch. And I was like, like, I was crying, sobbing in the Meow Wolf Santa Fe. Lost my mind. It was it was a really, really great day. That is amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it was super fun. It was, and I think that was, and you know what's crazy? Exactly two years to that date, we closed Hairspray. Year two. That's so cool. Whoa. June 25th, 2021, I got the call. June 25th, 2023, we closed. Oh my God. How like poetic. I know. That it was is. like the perfect two years. I said, okay, goodbye. That's all. Did he say what you were playing or did he oh. did he say these are the specific roles? Yes. He was like, you're playing Luann, bitch. And I said, <laughs> great. And I immediately said, looked her up. And then, yeah. And then I looked her up. She had red hair, and I was like, "Yes, I love I love wearing wigs." So <laughs> I don't know. I'm yes. excited to be a, a wig part. girl. Yes, yeah. we love that. Yeah. So yeah, you booked was... Luann in Hairspray. Mm-hmm. How, so from wait, the time you, said... you got the call, yeah, you said it was June 25th. Yes. So and how I short knew... was the like till we took off? Yeah. It was like hell waiting. Okay. It was literally hell waiting. So he told me I booked Luann with Amber and Velma understudy. So I was the Von Tussle nice. cover. Um, I never got to go on for Velma. That sucks. But um, I was also like younger than the Amber at that time. So it would have been like kind of cookie. I was just like, <laughs> right. just in case. Um, so from that time, it was in, I was set to leave for New York City on October 14th to start rehearsals on like the 17th or 18th of October. So that was like a good three or four month wait. I think is that what right. I that? Yeah. July, August, September, three months. <laughs> it felt like forever. And I was just wondering who was going to be playing Edna. Like I kept hearing the swirls that it was going to be a RuPaul's Drag Race queen. I, I heard like, um, what's her name? The little one, little, little one. from Ginger Mitch. Ginger Mitch. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. That makes um, sense. I, yeah. I was like, that would t- make total sense. Um, And then on my, no, it was a couple weeks before my birthday, they announced Edna, Motormouth, and... I remember that announcement. Wait, so you found out with the rest of the world? Yes. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. You're I like, this no is literally idea. a show that I'm You're like, I'm about in. to hang out with these people <laughs> on the reg. Here yeah. is their, you know, their bios <laughs> on Instagram. Literally, I was 
gooped and gagged and our our original motormouth was like a, on a runner up on the voice at some yeah. point so it was just it felt like a lot and i knew that i was going to be you know jerry mitchell had to approve my dance call video so that was like they're like, we're going to send it to Jack O'Brien and Jerry Mitchell. They got to look over stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, oh my <laughs> what God. am I doing? What am I doing here? So it was just it was mm. kind of felt like otherworldly. Like I was, yeah. it was over my head and I was just really excited. I knew in that call came that my life was going to change. Yeah. So excited. And the three months was hell waiting. Um, yeah, I, I could not wait to quit my jobs. I think I quit them like a month early because I was just like, J I just can't be here anymore. I just can't. Yeah. What were um, you doing? What were your jobs? I was at that time. I was working at a salon as nice. the receptionist. Loved Love that. that. Loved my time there. Yeah. And I was also working as a hostess at Linger, the restaurant yeah. in Denver. Mm -hmm. It's like I know it. Yeah, it's an old mortuary old. or whatever. Yes, yeah. precisely. Loved that job too. Um, yeah. And I was just like going to the gym, like running to nicest kids in town, like trying to keep. <laughs> I was like, so I've cool. been sitting still for two years. Like, I got to go. Um, That's so cool. Get my shit together. And nothing can really prepare you for tour, but. Um, yeah. I um, They came out with the rest of the cast announcements on October 6th, my birthday. Um, so cool. And I, I did not know that they would announce it that day, but yeah. it was also our Link's birthday. First year Link, Will Savarese. He's the sweetest, pediest boy in the whole wide world. He just played Hans in the Frozen tour. Berg. If you're listening, Will, text me. Um, <laughs> he, he's not. I, I don't I don't know. Text don't know. us okay. too, Will. Text us too. Text us, Will. We miss you. We'll get um, you on the pod. It's fine. So we're birthday buddies and mm. we got to announce Love that. that. It was very oh, fun. And then so cool. Yeah, it was great. The next week was a whirlwind. I was packing and trying to figure out my life. And I left for so, like, the city. What do you pack? Like, do they give yeah. you like a list? Or like, are they just like, show up? with? They're just like, stuff? bitch, pack for the next year because you might be with us forever. Literally. The, I had no idea. They didn't give us a guideline or anything. They were just kind of like, best of luck, bestie. Um, I had... <laughs> I had reached out to some other people that I knew were on tour at one point. Like um, the girl who was on Jenna in Waitress, the tour that I was going in for, I followed her and she ended up following me back. Sickening. I was like, oh, okay. So I messaged her. I was like, I know we don't know each other, but like, I really need help. Um, yeah. And several people have done that for me now since. And I'm like, cool. I got you. Um, but the they were like, reality is you're not going to be going out a ton. You're going to be tired and rehearsing and traveling. So pack comfy, pack this, pack that. Um, so it was kind of helpful, but like I packed completely wrong, completely <laughs> wrong the first right. time. Um, and they kind of told us that we could only take like one suitcase and one carry on, which ended up being not true for our show. We, had, we were allowed two suitcases, but I was there with one suitcase, my coochie and a dream, like nothing. <laughs> I had three pairs of pants. And a Tupperware, and like I had curling iron. That is. And it. you said, "Bitch, my bags are packed. Let's go. Let's do this." <laughs> I said, "I said I'm in New York City. I don't give a fuck. I'm wearing right. and <laughs> shirts all the time." And it worked for a while because actually, luckily, we had like only two months until our first break. But then I understood exactly what I needed, and then right. I had yeah. to bring all of my stuff with me. And then I slowly figured it out. Um, but by the end, I was like, I was traveling like an air fryer and my nail kit. Like I was like doing all the wrong things. So you should not trust me. <laughs> um. Okay. So you fly to New York City. How long was your rehearsal period before you started tour? We learned the show in 11 days. Oh I remember that. my 
did you have so you had some preparation beforehand of like bitch learn your lines learn your songs because when we get there we're hitting the ground running it was sort of implied I guess yeah because it was like it's a quick it's a quick one it's a quick yeah. one um luckily I have three lines Luann does have lines sickening uh, you know Miranda Cosgrove I actually do cuss a little I actually do cuss a little <laughs> you know that I felt like that. I was like I actually do say a little lines um which I read those I was favorite favorite one lines. out of the three yeah do you um, what's your favorite um it was that's it Mrs. Von Tussle she was the last candidate <laughs> bitchy i had a clipboard yeah he said i'm serving right now yeah i think and i also got to do this kadoodly doo doo wah at the end of his hairspray yes i love that are brenda supposed to do it when brenda gets dipped by corny because corny and brenda are fucking um um, you didn't hear that from me hairspray lore yeah that is there there's so much hairspray lore i wish everyone knew um but so I did it. She was like, I don't feel comfortable doing that while I'm dipping. And I was like, Bessie, I got you. And I, she said, I will it do and it. I booked. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I was as memorized as I could be, but I was still like, that was the most terrifying day of my yeah. life, I think. Well, yeah, um, wasn't Jerry Mitchell there on your first day of rehearsal? I think he was there on the first day. And he came I would have like walked three... in the room and like passed away. <laughs> you just said uh, I was I did a report on Jerry Mitchell in musical theater dance class specifically with i was i pulled it out of a hat it was me and thomas moore tom Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this how you doing um um we had we picked partners out of a hat and then we picked choreographers out of a hat and we got to teach a less or like a dance that they that is so serendipitous that you just like happened to did you do like nicest kids in town no, we did doctor's orders from Catch Me nice. If You Can. Like the slut that I am. Thanks, John uh, Leonard. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, John Steve. was like, yeah, John was like, honestly, people do like nicest kids in town. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you said hairspray? Basic. No. Yeah, I, I said, no, no, thank you. Don't break the rules from Catch Me If You Can. No, we're going to do the slutty nurse. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Um, so I, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy seeing like Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, the original oh, composer and lyricist were there. God. Yeah. Mark Shaman also watches my stories every day, which is crazy. Oh. crazy. Still to this day, I see he watches my stories. I'm like, what are we? <laughs> so, what are so, we? <laughs> so what is this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and they're really great. And like, super, like they came and checked in on the show a couple times, you know, just to see how it was going. And, you know, um, Jerry Mitchell held my hand when we restaged without love. Cause it was like, uh, and like Fender, you'll take Luann's hand like this. And he grabs my hand and you skip across the stage. And I was like, I'm holding his hand. Um, <laughs> he also sounds like, you know, bear in the big blue house. Yeah. Yes. He sounds just like bear. Is that his name? Blue. What's where, oh, where, oh, where is Luna? Yes, literally. Yeah. He sounds, if you, I have a TikTok in my drafts that I have not posted because I'm scared, but I've compared their voices and they sound exactly the same. You'll never unhear it once you hear it. Um, first day of rehearsals was crazy and everything you can imagine. They were all, all of the Broadway team was there and they were so excited. You could feel the love and the excitement that they had for the show and to get it back on its feet after 20 years, after yeah. COVID, like and they were like, we need this now. And yeah. you could just mm-hmm. feel it. It was so electric. And they taught us you can't stop the beat in like the most hurried and like like messy way. And like none of us got it or retained anything, but we were just so excited yeah. and like scared. that It was just like such a, such a beautiful memory. Really, truly. Work. 
Okay, so 11-day process and then opening Mm -hmm. night. Where was it? Describe your feelings. How clenched was your uh, everything? Everything. Yeah. Um, I I had like a sudden release of like tension when we had an, we teched in Yakima, Washington, which is where Carly and I, Carly is like, they they think she's going to move there. Remember, she's like, my dad's going to move to Yakima. That's Um, right. That's where we teched. Sickening. it was yeah that, that that's their claim to fame um and also that's i tested claim. yeah literally um and they have like a massive like sinkhole that they think like goes down to hell in yakima as well, oh which also makes sense because wow that, happy that opening was- happy opening yeah. hairspray <laughs> it was a little crazy i also tested positive i was our first positive covid case but it nice. was neg- it was it was false positive and I sobbed. They treated me like I had the bubonic plague, literally shoved me. You were like, you are the reason. I'm the reason. I'm the reason. Nina West here. came in with a loaded gun. And yes, said, literally <laughs> said, I said, pull the trigger piglet. Like, stand up for me. I'm, I, I can't. I was like, I'm going to have to stay in Yakima for 10 days by myself. I'm going to, I'm just going to die. Yeah, no, but you were <laughs> negative. You said, no, all right, negative. let's do the damn thing. Yeah. So we did the damn thing. Our director, unfortunately did test positive (laughs) that week so that was crazy um but we had a preview in Yakima that was super fun um every if you look at the video everybody's doing the choreography wrong like love it video of bows no one knows the choreography still but we're happy to be there and then we go to San Diego for official opening and we had a beautiful opening party with like the casting directors and everybody was there um and that, that honestly was kind of a whirlwind. I remember just being tired. We were tired. Yeah. tired. Um, but so happy to like finally have it on its feet and just be on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the, I think maybe 20 days process with tech. Wow. So it, we spent a lot of, we spent like maybe the first two months actually making sure we retained everything yeah. and getting it like super comfortable. I think maybe by like Christmas, we were like super comfortable. That was like mm. October to Christmas. And yeah. on that first really? leg, how many performances did you do? Oh my god! Roughly, I want I want to say one one eighty is in my mind. We canceled Ooh. over thirty. Wow! Wow! Because of COVID, yeah, or other Absolutely. reasons, just like um, we sometimes had a lot of other sicknesses, other ailments, injuries. Yeah, just yeah. making it so that we didn't have all of our people, and you know, if you have. It's a show where if you have all the white people in, but there's only three of the Motormouth kids, right? That's an incredibly imbalanced show. So absolutely, you can't, yeah, you can't tell that story without the integral parts of the cast. Absolutely, so, yeah, definitely. Um, and that was maybe a coverage issue as well. And they did end up bringing on more coverage, so that that cool. ended That's up good. helping. But yeah, I had I ended up doing like almost like twice as many Ambers as Luann's because the first year we just canceled so many. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's talk about was, Amber. Well, I was going to, before we transition oh, to Amber, yeah. favorite memory from year one of your tour experience? Favorite memory, oh my God, of t- tour year one. I think I look back most fondly at the time when my boyfriend Max and I started talking, I think. Because like, love on the road is like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and like, he would. Everybody, he, everybody but me knew that he was in love with me. He was our drummer, by the way. We called him the beat, as in you can't stop the beat. Cute. Love it. And I think I just look back, back really fondly on those like memories of us like kind of canoodling and talking. And I also look back, 
Oh my God. I just said fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I actually do cuss a little. Um, <laughs> I, my, my, my roommate, Helene, she was our Shelly and our Penny cover. She was, oh, I look back just like the, the bonds that you have with everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. But especially um, like, like a little inner cast romance that had to have been like, so like, like go home and be like, oh my gosh, we talked today. Like yes, yes, we had like whole musical theater. I love it. <laughs> yes. And we like had nowhere to really like meet because there, we had roommates and stuff. So we were like right. literally going under the bleachers and stuff. Like it was high school. Hot. It was so fun um, just like, running where we could. Um, so I do look back on that very fondly. Sorry, Max, if you're listening. Sorry. Hey, King. Um, he's, he's outside right now. Um, Love that. But yeah, uh, if I had to pick one very, very favorite memory, though, maybe when my sister came to see me, you know, none of my family saw me as Luann besides my sister because the performances they saw in Colorado, the one I was covering for Amber. Yeah, that's that's wow. all. It is, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in Pueblo, Colorado, which was actually lit. If you were there, it was actually lit. Work. There were like drag queens in the audience. Like, shout out to Pueblo. Come on, Pueblo. I they said ally. They showed up and they showed out. It was. Real. They said Nina. Yeah, they said, they said, we said we we're here. Go. We're here. We My family was in the go. back. Like, we can't see over all the wigs. <laughs> yes, the wig, the big hair. Literally. <laughs> um. So yeah, I got to perform for my family only ever as Amber. So that was a very but special moment. You yeah. took over for Amber. So describe that 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 moment and that transition because did it happen very like formally or was it more like, hey bitch, you know the show, you are you know the track, boom, this next leg yeah. you're taking it. What was that like? Um, it was pretty informal actually. Like we had heard there were you know first year I'm not gonna lie because of being a guinea pig like into the new COVID world tour mm -hmm. there were a lot of people who did not want to return just because there were a lot of you know with the cancellations and the miscomings yeah. mm -hmm. shortcomings um it just was it was a lot and some people really didn't want to return and our um our amber just didn't end up resigning and didn't express interest in returning and i totally understand a lot of people did not want to return i think we had maybe 10 people in total return mm. um and wow. i might not have I don't know exactly if I would have returned for a second year had I not been offered Amber um, mm -hmm. because yeah. it, was, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But we had heard she wasn't going to come back. And then me and the other Amber cover, her name is Kelly. She played our Tammy, who Christy Oberdorf, Go Bears! I know. Shout out Go Bears, yes! Is now playing Tammy and covering Amber and Penny. Sickening. So that's two bears that for Two bears, Amber. one hairspray. Yeah, literally one lord, one fate. <laughs> um, so shout out Christy. I hope you're doing well. They just left Florida. They're going to tech the big show in Wisconsin right now. Nice. So we're in Florida. Ooh. Um, so yeah, we were like, me and Kelly were like, oh my god, do you think they're gonna call us? Like, she's not coming back. Like, or, do you think they'll put out an audition notice? Are we gonna have to resubmit? Blah blah blah. And we were both like, that sounds like a lot of pressure. Like, I don't even know if they want to come mm -hmm. back. Like. Uh, and coming back as Amber, that sounds stressful and tiring. Um, and I was like, in my head, I was like, no, nah, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. And then the producer, Trinity Wheeler, who was the producer of Hairspray and a lot of networks touring shows, um, he called, he he emailed me and was like, hey, can you call me real quick? And I was like, like, if if the producer asked you to call him, that's crazy. So right. I yeah. was like, it's, it must be about Amber. It must be. I don't know what else it would be. Um, I was right. You know, I'm always okay. 
I am just always right. <laughs> yeah. um, and he he um yeah he was like hey so I just wanted to let you know like first of all how are you and I was like great I got bed bugs I got bed bugs I did have bed bugs at the time <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god are you on, on tour the at this point yes I was You're in still St. On Louis tour. I was in St. Louis Missouri it was freezing and I had bed bugs and I was crying every day <clears throat> so he called me with some good news he was like hey just want to let you know that um your agent is going to be getting an offer next week and uh, um for amber if you would like to take over the role next year um so just send that over and that'll be great and i was like well i gotta think about it first um because i actually was like mm, like imposter right. syndrome came flooding over mm. me and i talked to my family and i was like i don't know if i want it and they were like you want it just take it if you don't <laughs> will come out and kill you so right just take it um your life was on the line at this point yeah literally my family was like well, i don't think we'll love you anymore if you <laughs> and he no. said oh okay <laughs> yeah i said okay so i took it and i just didn't really think about it i signed it and i was like we're just gonna see because at that point i'd been covering her for a long time and i was like i mm -hmm. love doing it i it feels very natural at this point so it would be the step in the right direction so i took it and had a lot of stress dreams until i officially took over and it was, you know what, it was all just for the better. Second year, our management really got it all together. The schedule was cushier. The just ever the costumes were like brand new for me. So it was just some of them. Um, but it was just like the biggest blessing in my life and like the coolest experience to have this, you know, earn my stripes in the ensemble and then move mm -hmm. into this iconic dumb yeah. bitch role, which I Holy. love um bully bully queen and <laughs> oh i thought you said bully you said bully bully but you said bully, but she, she, is is, a bully. she is a bully, bully. queen. she's a bully queen bully queen um i said bully bully um yeah it, it was it was a lot and it was it was scary and beautiful and an amazing opportunity that i could not say no to and it ended yeah. up being so so amazing and i got to work alongside so many amazing performers like I felt like are you sure like the whole time because the, all of our friends like we have people on Broadway right now right you know and in you know our one of our dynamites is Dorothy in the Wiz that's transferring to Broadway oh, so cool. um, that's insane I know it's it's insane we have people at the Muni we have people in MJ on Broadway right now you know Disney tours like just absolutely incredible talent that I got to be on stage with every night and that was just really and you're crazy. just scrolling through their instagrams now like what oh my god crazy yeah wild yeah 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 i'm like good for her i'm not shocked at all because i knew it yeah we've all knew it. we all <laughs> yeah. and, you know all the people that saw it on the road knew it too so yeah um and it's just cool because it's like that is the next generation of broadway i feel like all my yeah. friends are the next generation of broadway i'm waiting for our penny to just like skyrocket and our tracy and you know our motor mouth is gonna be you know yeah it was just, it was really, really, it was a really special moment to have that call come in and for them to have chosen me after, you know, uh, you know, you know, you, UNC does a number on you. Absolutely. You feel like what you're capable of might not be exactly what you're truly capable of, mm -hmm. you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they twist yep. it, don't get it twisted, Yeah. but they, they twist, you know, the mind is a little, it's a little, you know, mm -hmm. some it's yeah it's traumatized it's traumatized absolutely
felt ready. And I thought about it. I was like, I That's am so, so good. glad. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't get Amber the first year because I wasn't ready. Yeah. And our mm. Amber that had it, she was amazing and she was ready. And I was not. So. Yeah. And she was actually in like, you remember the search for Roxy that year? Yeah. She was one of the top 10 finalists and she's been in, in and out for that role and she'll, she will have it at some point it, or Velma. She'd be great in either. Um, but yeah, I took it and I ran with it and I tried to make it my own and, you know, just right. have fun. I just got to be stupid and have fun. That was the best part. Yeah. And also it was hard though. Cause in this day and age, I will tell you, they don't laugh at the Von Tussles. Like they <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it's just really people are too woke for that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for real. No, no like, kidding. You're <laughs> a Nazi. You're a Nazi, yeah. Amber. Literally, it, it was it was actually hard. Like we were like the we're not going for the laugh. Like, and that's what they yeah. told us. They were like, no one, no one, go for the laugh. Just say the lines. The lines are funny. Right. They would tell us, you're not funny. The script is funny. And we're like, yes. yes. You're like, mm, mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, the Majesty. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it is true. So yeah, um, I just didn't really. I just tried to play it as like Amber is really just led down the wrong path by her mother. Yeah. Bitch ass mother. Yeah. Um, fuck you, Velma. Yeah. Fuck you, Velma. Actually, she was the nicest person in the world. She's my real mom in real life. Actually, <laughs> if no one, nobody knew, she's Work. my new mom. Um, hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. Addison. Addison, who was playing Beverly Bass in the new Come From Away tour. She went from villain Work. to ultimate hero. So yeah. She is mommy. Mommy Milky. Love you. <laughs> uh, okay. And... We're going to drop some. We want to drop some fast questions on you. Okay. Yeah. Favorite city you've ever performed in? Favorite city we've ever. I loved Philadelphia. I'm a Why? Philadelphia Earth. girl. Slay Philadelphia. Philly. It, it's that cream New cheese? England vibe. Mm. Yes. Sure. The New England vibe, the cream cheese, all everything, Philly cheesesteaks, all of it. Wow, yeah. The, the stereotypes yeah. are true, but there yeah. were, there was something that was so charming about it, and it was also mm -hmm. we were also had probably had something to do with the fact that we were going up to a layoff after being on the road for five straight months, and mm. I was just like mm. so happy there. Um, yeah, but it, it you were like, yeah, summer. yeah, we were like, ah, so the vibes were good. Um, yeah. Um, but beautiful skies, love the architecture. I just, I think I'm an like new england like east coast girly secretly so, love that philadelphia yeah uh favorite song from the show i would always well cooties as an amber as an amber um mm -hmm. cooties yeah. is really undersung you know so honestly i was a i was a hairspray like obc recording girly growing up yeah like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah my mom my mom saw the show at the buell brought me home the cd and i was like this is my new bible yeah and oh so my god i would like perform mom i'm a big girl now cooties like all uh big dollhouse like all the songs that mm -hmm. were not in the movie and when the movie came out and all my friends were gagging for it i was like but do you know the original right, right. where's mom where's mom amber. i'm a big girl now where they yeah. truly do snub amber yeah, yeah. i was like you guys can't say yeah. you're a hairspray fan if you don't know the deep cuts. Now. Am I a Nikki fake fan? Fake fan. Yeah. Am, fake I, fan. A Nikki, am, am I a Nikki? Am I an fan? Amber fan? Pull up in the Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said yeah. Yeah. she came from Amber, way out in outer yeah. space. Cooties. Yeah, fully. Cooties, baby. Um, yeah, I do love cooties, but I think I love without love. Uh, yeah. And you can't stop the beat. I'm sorry. 
Oh, oh absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why they're just like the most iconic songs in the musical. They are just yeah. so good. You're yeah, not a mu- musical theater girly unless you pop your puss to You Can't Stop the Beat. Absolutely. Your absolutely. ass is not shaking. Quaking yeah, on the real. ground, mm-hmm. like smearing your sweat on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, which I, which I, yeah, we love it. Um, but there is, there is just nothing like You Can't Stop the Beat, truly. Yeah. Like, the, if the show was ass and like you just felt like ass about it because there were a lot of times I was like oh this just isn't going the way I want mm-hmm. and then by the end you're doing you can't stop the beat and there's like three encores and that audience is up with you every night standing ovation never not a standing ovation they're awesome. screaming they're crying they love it it's so infectious and like they said it to us a million times they've tried to recreate this finale a hundred times and they just can't there's nothing like this finale yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it's so true. Every time I see a show, I'm like, uh, eh, they wrapped it up. They did yeah. it. <laughs> that was sweet. But like you leave like it's a rock show. Yeah. It was just cuckoo. And I just loved it. You can't stop the beat. No better feeling. Sickening. Top tier. Sickening. Um, okay, we have to talk about something uh in Kira and I's wheelhouse. We are drag race stands as i know okay. you are as well as right yeah. you are as well so talk with us about working with the iconic nina west sure 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 well she is miss congeniality for a reason you mm-hmm. know um she is so kind and also funny like quip fast funny you know she was nice. always the one to like bring the zingers in and we we had a very good relationship because she knows i'm an ally um absolutely nina if you're listening she She loved that i would always i would literally just say ally to her and she would just die um (laughs) i love it but he andrew andrew my king Mm -hmm. he really did stand up for us especially like using his voice to propel us into a better work environment and you know when things were going wrong and if like shit was just hitting the fan and we were struggling he rented out like an entire theater for once for us to see like Encanto like a private screening we were in some like we were in like Roanoke Virginia I don't even remember you know and he would just do little things like that he ordered all of us like bright pink fuzzy slippers out of nowhere for no reason and just like like he would just like give you know um and it was also just amazing watching him perform. Like I got to swing out of the show and watch it a couple times um, to learn your track, to learn your understudies. But I was just watching. You're just watching your friends, and you're <laughs> I like, had a, I had a drink in my hand. Yeah, literally. like went to go bestie, yeah. go bestie. And I was like, so that's what that looks like. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he really <laughs> is. He really is fantastic. He is a great performer, and I'm surprised that this his first like big big role, and yeah. I think that he did actually set you know the tone like with jinx playing right major mama in, morton yeah in mm-hmm. chicago i think that that is that's a big trend that we're going to see i think yeah. i know for the new peter pan tour that um networks is doing which also did hairspray last year um they they were trying to find another like rupaul's drag race person for hook um works it was, it's just so you hear about it left and right um why didn't you mention annie in the west end is doing a drag queen oh yeah annie is having a miss henny not a miss hannigan a miss hennigan Um, (laughs) oh my god yeah it's played by uh it's not a drag race queen um but it's a drag drag queen 
playing Miss Hannigan. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, that role should be played by a drag queen. That yes, role is I, perfect. I absolutely agree. There yeah. are so many roles that could do it, honestly. Oh, and like we, 100%. We also had a dynamite. We had a male dynamite because we had, like I said, lack of coverage. But um, we did have a male dynamite. And he he's on the Mean the Girls tour right now. He's amazing. Mean. Yeah, um, he, he was great. That's and iconic. Also, it was, it was. You should have seen his beat too because he like threw on lashes and the lip and everything. Uh, he was great. Um, and then Hadestown then put in a male fate like a week later yeah. and we are like, hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. We I think we sing. all sing. I think we all sing. I think we all sing. I think we all sing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Very that. But, but yeah, working with, with Andrew was, was really, really great. We still keep up and he, you know, it's like tour, you go through a lot. And I think because you're so in such close proximity, and this is me speaking about everybody, you have the little tits in the tats. Little tits? Little tits. <laughs> I do have little tits. Little tips. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, little tits. Well, most of Yeah. Okay. The little tips and things. And, but, you know, and I can like recount in my head this time that I spat with my penny and I spat with this person and that, but it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you come together or if like something's happening, you know that you'll have their back and that's how I feel about Andrew mm. we I love that. and that's super cool because like at yeah. this point to me he's just Andrew um it's very and cool. I knew I knew going into hairspray that I was like oh my god I, Nina West I'm gonna know Nina West and now I do and it's like wow it's super super cool and like we got to meet Brooklyn Heights I remember at our LA opening Brooklyn Heights was there Shangela was Ugh, there mother um uh, uh uh Alaska was there and she looked Queen. at me at the after party and she went you're the racist and, I was like, <laughs> and you I... said tattoo that tattoo that right yeah. here i was like oh, you uh, can say that you can yeah. say that i can't mm-hmm. i can't um but yeah that was me that that's was cool <laughs> yeah it was very very cool just a he brought so much like love and light and like the opportunity that i felt like came with hairspray and him just like catapulted us and he was the reason we got such we had so many booties in the seats because of him, you know, awesome. yeah. we owe a yeah. lot of, uh, we just owe a lot to him. Well, and like maybe people who like, I mean, the LGBTQ community and theater are very close together, but also they, mm-hmm. they do have their separation. So I'm sure there are some like new theater goers that he brought in and like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of, of, you know, really awesome stuff in that regard that he did as well. Yeah, totally. There were a ton of like drag race people like or drag fans or drag yeah. performers that were like, theater doesn't really inspire me, but now this has inspired me to like, it is really is people coming together and people being like, I'd never seen drag race. Now I'm obsessed because I yeah. watched yeah. his season, right. you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was definitely coming together of like two different, very different, but similar audiences. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We have to talk about something mushy. You <laughs> met a boy on tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us Which, you you and your tell us about that experience now. What? Well, because like showmances are not uncommon. Yeah, showmances in the are world. right. It happens, but, but like you, you guys translated it to the real world. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. There were a couple of couples that made it out of Hairspray Live. Um, sorry to everyone who didn't. <laughs> R.I.P. Really? Um, but Max and I are yeah we're in love i love it's, that and it yeah. is and it is a big one and i did not think that i would meet 
my future husband on a non-equity national story. Like I did not. The first day I met him, I don't even remember meeting him because I was so scared, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, And that's beautiful. There's something about that. That's beautiful. Yeah. He's like, I remember you. I could not stop thinking about you. And I was like, great. I don't. Sorry, I didn't even remember. <laughs> who you. are you again? He said, and who are you? To, yeah, yeah, literally. He was like, we walked to Applebee's that night. Remember? I go, no, honey. <laughs> Walking down the street, I wouldn't know a thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it was, it, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, it was just so fun because it, it did add, like, there was such a novelty to it. But, like, also crazy because we ended up living together within, yeah. like, a month of us starting to, like, talk because we became roommates basically on tour and and we were living together and you would never move in with somebody like a month or two into talking to them mm-hmm. um so it kind of except for in that environment yeah right and we worked together you know we did everything together so we got to, we got close very very quickly um but and it ended up being so much like i was like ah this will be fun this will be it'll be he's hot it'll be fun right um and i was also just freshly out of a relationship um mm. Because tour does put the stress and the strain on relationships. Yeah. And, you know, we, we weren't going to get married. Shout out to Max. Um, shout out to Max. He really, <laughs> really came in and, like, changed my life in every single way for the absolute awesome. better. Like, every, That's so awesome. Everything I've ever wanted in a man, he, this little drummer, brought to the table. And I was, he, and then he paid for our entire Cabo trip after tour ended, so. Oh baby. Literally. He was like he was like it uh the bill came. It was this many dollars. I was like, huh? What? Oh, okay. okay. I don't I can't. Suddenly says, I can't read. I, I can't know. I just I forgot how to read. I was like, okay. He's like, mm-hmm. I got it's it. It's so interesting to me that like he was in the pit and you were on stage though, because that mm-hmm. to me, like in like high school theater, you like see the pit members and you're like, hey hi yeah yeah like the, yeah. you don't mingle a ton so like how did it just you guys all are like all together everywhere yeah um we were together on the buses constantly and okay in hotels that makes and, sense like, it just kind of you know sometimes on some tours I do hear that the band kind of keeps to themselves they're kind of mm-hmm. sometimes the only straight guys and straight people right. on the tour yeah um so they kind of sometimes keep you know straight, straights keep to themselves and whatever straights yeah. do what straight <laughs> do. Um, especially straight men um but our tour i guess was pretty uh, was pretty unique in that way where they kind of really intermingled with the cast and there were That's quite a super few awesome things. yeah it was cool and um he i just loved hearing him every night knowing he was drumming while i was singing it was so like just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i'm yeah. like i'm kicking my little feet yeah. yeah literally i'm like this is so fucking cute do you guys hear this <laughs> you're like hold down the beat babe hold it down yeah on watch me fly i think it was just me and him because like everybody drops out and then they come in with hey mama say mama but it's just right. like the drums i think and me and i would always be like it's just us out here babe this is you and me <laughs> um yeah, it was very, very special. And, you know, we're living in Brooklyn together now. We have an apartment together. And amazing. Um, we're planning our entire future together, which is pretty. I've never done that with anybody. So cool. my exes are listening. Thank you, next. Thank- no, hey, give us a fun. follow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give, it, give us a follow. Maybe not me. Um, uh, okay, we only have a couple more questions for you. And they're a little bit more serious, but I really want, we really want to get your 
perspective. So after hearing okay. this whole story about this entire tour um, and mm-hmm. everything, like you, a lot of our listeners are students that are, are you know, our students um, and kids right. that and- are like in high school thinking of going to college programs or college kids that are in their freshman year, sophomore year. Um, yeah. And you are, it's so crazy as we all grew up. I'm like, you're a mentor now. You're someone that can provide guidance for all of these kids starting out. So what advice do you have for young thespians looking to pursue a career in performing the performing arts? Yeah, I guess that is crazy because you remember like the guest artist coming yeah. in and you looking up to right. Um, yeah. Um, and now we are that. That is so I know. Uh, so, weird, so weird. Um, I think one of the biggest hurdles that I had to jump over was accepting the fact. Okay, I want to say this. Chase your dreams. Chase your dreams. But accepting the fact that I was not a true ingenue. Like mm. when I found out that I, I'm like, what do you mean I'm not a bell in Beauty and the Beast? What do you fucking <laughs> mean? What do you mean? You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm a bad bet, you know, or I, you know what? I was the fucking wardrobe in school. So, um, which was also fun. And you have to take what you've been given and, you know, appreciate and, and support the people who are those those ingenues with the high belts, with the whatever, the beautiful soprano voice. And just know if that's not you, that's okay. Because mm. the world needs the the dumb side characters. The, the They need the sluts. They need the hookers in the back. They do need them. Sweet my Put favorite thing about, one of my favorite things about you is that you describe yourself as a musical theater bimbo. And I think that is, claim, reclaim it, baby. Yeah, Reclaim completely. it, own when it. You, you, yeah, I agree because if you, you know, if you're like pushing a, a circle block into a square hole, it's just like, that's not going to work. They're going to know if you're trying to force a role that doesn't work for you. I, I, I'm not, there are a lot of things that I'm not, but there are a lot of things that I am. Mm. And so mm. I've learned to take what I am and what I yeah. fit. Like I'll name one ingenue that I can think of off the top of my head, Kira and Xanadu, because she's dumb and she's funny. And it fits, it just fits, you know, but other Carrie Butler roles, I don't fit in like Audrey mm-hmm. and Little Shop. Great. Xanadu, great. Catch me if you can. Absolutely not. Brandon, catch me if you can. No, I, I'm not going to force that. So mm-hmm. don't look at somebody's entire career and be like, that's me. That's me. That's me. Do what feels right. And don't listen to everybody. But when somebody say, says to you, you do this really well, you know, don't say, don't listen to like, I hate when you do this. You suck at that because some people might say that. Some people said that to me. Um, I wouldn't take that into account. Try to hush those thoughts out. But what you do well, and when you see the response, you see the laughs, you see the tears, run with that. That's mm. your story to tell. When you can tell the story authentically and beautifully, and it's not going to wreck your brain and I keep you awake being like, oh, I, I can't get that moment right. I can't hit that note right. Don't sweat it. Stop yeah. it stop if it's not for you it's not for you and that is okay it's for somebody else and you can watch them shine Mm -hmm. you know know your strengths and push them push them push them run with it even if you're not if you're not jack kelly and newsies that's okay jack kelly and newsies is kind of boring you can be crutchy you can be crutchy i yeah Mm -hmm. i agree right leads are leads are plot point characters Shout out yeah. to the secondary roles that are the actual humor and the actual memories of a show. Thank you, thank I, you. Yes, I can shout out to our secondary roles and ensemble as well. If you Absolutely. love being, oh. I, 
I the ensemble in hairspray works so hard. I oh, I bet you're in it more than anybody. Way more. And when I when I moved into Amber, I was like, oh, this is way easier. I thought I was going to have a harder time. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. And give a kiss on the lips to all your ensemble and dance captain friends and swing friends because they are working so hard. Bring back platonic kissing. Bring it back. Yes. Bring it back Absolutely. Um, what is next for you? What do you want people to know? Final thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. Um, mm. Final thoughts on um, what is next for Ryan? That is, you know, that's a great question. I wasn't expecting that. Um, <laughs> right what now, What do you want to do kind of, holistically? Um, that is really great. <laughs> um, I honestly can't tell you what is on nice. the docket next. Um, there's, you know, Broadway... I will say one thing. This might be a hot take. Broadway right now is not the Broadway that I grew up in, with and fell in love with. Yep. Mm. So I'm not really pushing many auditions that I don't feel are really right for me. And Absolutely. I just, you know, a lot of the things that are like right for me are going back out on tour or are regional. And I just got here and I'm just trying to like get my feet underneath me in the city. And that's yeah. fine with me. Totally, and yeah. Like, and I'm rebuilding, you know, a lot of the content that I have online and like my agent and I were like sifting through some new stuff, the new directions we want to take um, now that I'm older and I, you know, a lot of my content is pre-COVID. So yeah. it's just mm-hmm. trying to really get a good reel and my actor's access clean and new headshots, that sort of thing. Just, I love that. you know, the behind the scenes is you don't see much, but you know, yeah. it's there. It's there. Yeah. And I also would love, I would love, I'll manifest this, to do some straight acting. I love acting yes, um, and comedy. My dad wants mm. me to be on SNL. My dad's like, you should Work. really audition for SNL. I'm like, that's not how it works, Stan. Stan. <laughs> um, I can't just audition. Like I can, but it's not like that. Um, right. So I, I'm perfectly kind of content with just like getting my wings, spreading my wings Holy. a little bit yeah. In, yeah. in the city um, and just figuring out my grind. And, you know, my, I haven't even had my first in-person audition yet. And I think oh, that day is going to God. that day. I am going to shit my pants. I think <laughs> everybody says, "Yeah, it's a doozy. It's a doozy." So just get ready yeah, cool. to like kind of flounder. So you're um, like, "Oh, I have not done this in a like, minute." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would love to take a dance class or something. Maybe I don't know. You go. I, yeah, I mean, I'm like still figuring out jobs and things like everyday jobs. Yeah, love so, that. Yeah. It's, I guess the in-between periods are important too because I'm learning how to just be a human again after living out of a suitcase for two years. Absolutely. Um, and living with my boyfriend for the first time. I'd never lived with a partner before. So just kind of being a human again. It feels good, as Lumiere once said wisely. Yeah, um, absolutely. Shout yeah, out, King. King. Shout out, King. Lumiere, if you're listening, Lumiere, call me. <laughs> Lumiere, call um, me. <laughs> Lumiere's of the world. Yeah. yeah. He's a Our, flamer. He's, is he... Is he a bi king or is he a gay? I think he's a bi king. I I can. Well, he is a flamer. He's a flamer. He is a flamer. He literally. I'm like he's literally with Babette. That's a bi. That's bi wife energy. Yeah, for real. For real. Love it. Um. Yeah. So I'm just being a human, and it's good to be a human outside of being a theater, you know, machine as well. Absolutely. So I can do which which I was. A robot, literally machine. Recovering so. theater mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Yes. After 500 hairsprays, I think um, I'm good. Oh my good gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Would you dream. do a tour again? I think I would do, I think I would do an equity tour. I think I would nice. do an equity tour. Um, And if it's a non-equity tour, which I don't, no shame to non-equity tours as someone who did it. Um, 
it'd have to be a really, really, really great role and a great show yeah. and a good schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of served my time. I, I, I served my nickel. So I'm absolutely. Okay. I'm a, I'm okay right now. Um, yeah. And I just wish all my, you know, if you are going out on a, you know, a tour, like I know Grace Napolitano, other bear, mm-hmm. she was a, a year or two below me. She's mm-hmm. got cast in the share show. So I'm like wishing all the best, like do it. If you get the chance to do something, a cruise, a, a tour, non-equity or equity, do it. Do yeah. it. It is. I learned more in the first week at Hairspray than I did in a whole like junior and senior year. You know, nice. It, it is really mm-hmm. crazy. So, and even do the small things too. Do the regional things. Small quotes and quotes. Small. You know, just get get the experience under your belt outside of college because college really yeah. is a bubble, as you've said. Um, and you learn a lot more about yourself when you're, uh, on not not restrained by like the eyes that see you every single day and know you so mm. well. So. Um, yeah. Get, um, I have get, one get final question there. for you. This is a big question. <laughs> Do okay. you remember on the 21st night of September when Kira oh called you the wrong name while you were dropping it low in a split at a Greeley, Colorado college party? Yes, I do. I think about it every time I hear that song. <laughs> the 21st night of September. Kira and I are on the floor crawling around. Yeah, just and I'm being... shaking it. Yeah, we're just being little menaces yeah. and little just goofies. having our yeah. little girl, you know, 21st night disco fantasy time. Our drunk college yeah. girl lives. Yeah. yeah. Sex lives of college girls, literally. Holy. Um, yeah. Um, and we're, I'm shaking ass and she can't see my face, I think. And we're drunk. We're very, I don't remember that. Yeah. Do you? No, I don't remember living this, but I've seen the video so many times that I do, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, and you know what? I actually got mistaken for this girl quite a lot. Her and I actually, a lot of people thought I was like her and she was me. Like Greeley locals. Um, Peyton Fleming. Yeah. Shout hey, out to you, queen. Um, she, what, what did you say? You said- I'm like, oh my, my God, Peyton. <laughs> yeah, Peyton. And then Parrish, who was recording, goes, no, yeah. bitch, that's <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> that's Ryan. Kira, that's not Peyton. That's Ryan. And then I turned to you and, and grab I... your face. Oh my God, my queen. And you double <laughs> flip me off, you off in my face. <laughs> it is so good. I'm, I, I'm yeah, just so sorry. Like, no, I, I honestly... I am so glad that video exists. It literally is, it brings a smile to my face every time I see it. Cause I'm just like, oh, we are just two dumb bitch college girls. <laughs> yes, we're literally. Just, it doesn't get That was the that. most important thing to us yeah. in that moment. And you know what? Absolutely. Yeah. That is okay. You would yeah, do it too for a okay. check. You would do it too for a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It was so funny. One of, one of my fond memories. I don't have many fond memories from UNC, believe it or not. But that was one of them. Yeah. Sickening. That was uh, a great, that was a great memory. Ryan, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes, for talking thank you. This was so, so fun. fun. I had so much fun, you guys. This is an absolute honor to be considered for your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it really is. Um, it is. Where can people follow you? Where can people stay in touch and, and learn more about you? Yeah, I'm on MySpace. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm on Instagram at Ryan. I got the the username Ryan R Y A. Nice. Um, so if you can figure out how to spell it, you can follow me. TikTok, I think, is Ryan Evers, full name, just full name, and Twitter. Oh yeah, and I your tour content that. was good. Yeah, fully. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like thank when you. when you I had, had your offstage time, you guys were your your other job was making those oh, montage TikToks. I love it. 
yes, absolutely. You should also look at Nikki Metcalf, who was my Tracy for the two years. Her content was like, like un unreal, really, really great. Um, obviously one. she's not Tracy anymore, but scroll, scroll down and you can find it. But um, find yeah, yeah, check me out. Um, you know, Camp Rock. <laughs> wow, <laughs> she's really good. She's really yeah, good. Really good. She's uh, yeah. I'm really good. So. <laughs> follow me um but oh. thank you so much thank you so much for having me you guys kira and ty this was literally a uh, peyton sorry wait love it yes absolutely okay. thank all you right. guys so much go have a great yes. night i appreciate you you too bye yes. guys all Take right care. see you later bye. Ugh, work Thank you again to Miss Ryan Evers so much for talking with us on this episode of Theater Thoughts. If again, you, you can follow her at Ryan on Instagram and you can follow us on our Instagram at Theater Podcast, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. -E. The thing, not the plays. So check it out. There should be um, some awesome content with Ryan up there now check it check it check it out and hey if you like this episode make sure that you like and rate and review our podcast that's how we get to continue um talking to you about all things theater and interviewing some badass uh, uh guests on our show um and if you have anything to say to us make sure you can d uh, you can totally dm us um on our uh instagram or email us at our email which is theater podcast nope theater thoughts nope. podcast theater at thoughts podcast at gmail.com so check us out there send us some love there um great we're done um uh we can't wait to talk to y'all soon for another uh um beat tastic nope um <laughs> wanna wanna rephrase that yeah yeah, yeah. we can't wait for you to come back to hear another hairspray-tacular. Wiggy. <laughs> Kooky. And cootie-filled. Episode, episode of... Episode of... Goodbye. 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 Trip, trip, we gon' get it chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. When I say go, you don't stop, 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 stop. You belong in the life, ain't spot. I right from the top, let it pipe down.